KYW Original Podcasts. This is KYW In-Depth. My name is Matt Leon. Dr. Richard Besser is president and CEO of the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. He's also a former acting director of the CDC. We had the chance to catch up with him to talk about the country's response to COVID-19, where we go from here. And we also have an important discussion about the state of health insurance in the midst of this pandemic, as hundreds of thousands of people continue to lose their jobs, and as a result, their employer-based health insurance. Give a listen. There's a lot to talk about, but I just kind of like to start with an overview here. Here we are six months into this pandemic, given your history, given your resume, given your background, your experience. Where are we in this response to the coronavirus and where do we need to go from here? We are we are clearly still in the early days of this pandemic. When you look at the number of, of people, the percentage of the population who's been infected, we have a long way to go. And the way this pandemic has been playing out across America so far, uh, it's hit every community, uh, but it hasn't hit every population the same. Black Americans, Latino Americans, Native Americans are are being hospitalized and are dying at rates that far surpass their percentage of the population. And one of the the things that's become more and more clear is that this pandemic is is revealing uh, a healthcare system that is in tatters. Uh, At the start of this, there were 28 million Americans without health insurance. And given how many people in America have their health insurance related to their job, with the the devastation of our economy, uh, millions more are going to be losing health insurance because of this. And, you know, I'm hoping that this will be a wake-up call for the nation to say this is unacceptable. It's unacceptable that as the wealthiest nation in the world, Um, We allow for a situation uh, in which there are so many people who don't have access to high quality, comprehensive, affordable health care. It should be a right. Where do we start if we're going to attack this? And I obviously agree that the health care were wildly kind of all over the place with it. Where do we start? Well, first is, is starting with acknowledging that the system that we currently have isn't working. You know, even for people who have health insurance, you know, whether it's employer-based or others, they're finding that what they have to pay has been going up. Their, their co-pays, their deductibles have, have been rising. So for you know, the average working American, health care is, is becoming a, a luxury and not something that, that everyone can, can afford. So acknowledging that is, is part of it. Um, there are 12 states that haven't expanded Medicaid coverage. Uh, and, you know, if you look at what's happening in those states, those are a lot of the states uh, in which people of color are being hit the hardest because uh, people of color, uh, lower income Americans are the most likely to not have employer based health insurance and to be to be unemployed. And when you lack health insurance during during this crisis, you can't even begin to follow the recommendations of the CDC. You know what they said? early on in this pandemic was if you thought you had a COVID infection, don't, don't go to the hospital, call your doctor because you, you may be able to manage this over the phone. Well, what does that say to the tens of millions of people who don't have a doctor to call? What it says is, you know, you're on your own or go to the emergency room where if you didn't have COVID, you're, you're, you're likely to pick it up. And, and that's just wrong. So when, 
I mean, the, the thing about this crisis is it touches everything. And you talk about employee-based health care when you have millions of people being thrown out of work on top of the, the problem. With what we've got the ACA, we've got the expanded Medicare. Do we need to rip the Band-Aid off and almost start over? Or are there pillars that we can build on that will make this a lot better? There, there are a lot of ways to get to health insurance for, for all. And, you know, they, a lot of it splits along political divides. If we can start with a, a fundamental agreement that everyone should have access to high quality, affordable, comprehensive care, then we can move forward. You know, and the, the ACA expanded, uh, expanded health care coverage to tens of millions of people. Uh, and so building off that as a, as a starting point makes a lot of sense, but it's not the only way to get there. And so there, there, there first has to be this agreement of, of what, what do we think America should look like? Is it only that people of, of means should have access to, to health care? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think that that's, that's the American way. I think there's agreement across uh, the political spectrum that we're, that we're better than that. Um, that the job you have or where you happen to have been born shouldn't dictate the, the future for you in terms of health. And while, while health care uh, is not uh, the only factor uh, that drives health, and in fact, you know, where you happen to live, the community in which you live is, is a much bigger factor, health care is really important. And, and where you happen to live uh, will have, have implications in terms of the quality of health care that, that comes to you. Um, we have to address these issues. We have to address the issue of cost in health care uh, because we, we pay more for health care than any country in the world, and we don't get the return on that. Uh, it's, it's not going to, to quality of health care. Uh, it's going to just increasing costs and profits. And to that point, my premiums with my plan are going up substantially in, in the next year. Yet we read all these stories, despite all the, the COVID patients, you've got hospitals that are struggling to get by. And where's the money going? If the hospitals are struggling, if, if, my, if my premium's almost doubling, what's going on here? Well, there's, there's a lot of money being made in the healthcare industry, I can tell you that. And, uh, you know, the current system isn't working. Whether you live in urban America or rural America, you know, the, the, there are incredible challenges around healthcare, and they're, they're slightly different. What we're seeing across rural America is a closure of, of, of hospitals. You know, as you see these mergers of healthcare systems, these community hospitals, which are often not just important in terms of health, but they're, they're important in terms of local economy, uh, you're seeing a lot of them closing. And so people in many parts of rural America have to travel tens of, of miles to hundreds of miles to get to, to quality health care. And, and that's wrong. You know, when you look at the health, current health care system in this crisis, um, we're seeing innovation, which is very exciting. You know, we're seeing telemedicine being used far more than, than it ever had been and the quality of tele, telemedicine improving. But those innovations aren't reaching everyone. You know, in, in rural America, again, the access to broadband uh, internet coverage, that kind of access that you need to be able to get telemedicine services isn't there for everybody. You know, so again, you're seeing this divide on where you live. You were seeing a divide based on race, based on income. Uh, and, and we can tackle these problems. And, and what gives me hope 
is that this crisis is shining a light uh, on a situation that is untenable. Uh, it's not something that we can accept going forward. We have had a very uneven response to this pandemic because, frankly, I think it's been inconsistent from the federal level. So you've got states, everybody kind of dancing to their own tune. Can we continue like this or or are we just going to if we do that, are we just going to continue to muddle through or at some point do we need universal decisions that come from the top down? I think without without a national strategy and, and national approach. Um, we're going to continue to to muddle along. And what we're seeing is that some states uh, have been able to get their community transmission down to to really low levels, and that's exciting. Uh, Other states have have been challenged in doing that. Uh, We're not seeing a a uniform approach towards the things that have worked uh, in in many states in America and in in countries around the world. So uh, uh, wearing masks, keeping six feet apart, hand washing, these, you know, limiting indoor exposure, these kind of control measures that have been so effective around the world um, are, have, have fallen here along political divides. And that is the worst thing that can happen during a public health crisis. You never want things to be, become this politicized. We need to come together as a nation, and, and I think we can, uh, with a sense of shared responsibility that, that what I do uh, matters not just for my own health, but it matters for your health. I wear a mask because uh, I care about you and I know I am responsible for your health. If, if I happen to have this infection and not know it, by wearing a mask, I'm, I'm reducing the chances I'm going to spread it to you. And you wear a mask for the same reason. If we can come together as a nation just around that simple idea and that simple concept, um, we'll go far to, to getting this under control. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.